when we're stretching, sometimes that's painful. Stretching can make us sore. Stretching can be uncomfortable while we're doing it, even if there is a sense of adjusting and even feeling better from stretching. There is always tension. When it comes to making the impossible happen, when it comes to healing and growth, there is tension. Hey friends, welcome back to Make It Inevitable. I am your host, Stephanie Zamora, and today I want to talk about how we navigate through seasons of rapid growth, especially seasons that stretch us and our souls. When we're working to make the impossible happen, we have to stretch, meaning we have to expand our capacity for certain experiences, feelings, actions, ways of being in the world. We have to learn to navigate through a lot of challenges while staying plugged into who it is that we need to be and what it is that we're working to create. I personally, right now, am in a very, very big season of being stretched. There is a lot that has changed in my life personally and professionally rather quickly. And I am feeling every day that sensation, that energy of being stretched. My capacity as a person, as a leader is being expanded. And if you think about stretching in terms of actually physically stretching, especially if you think about it in terms of stretching before you go for a run, before you do a workout, before you do something that requires all of your being, all of your body, all of your energy and attention. When we stretch, we are expanding our capacity in preparation for something bigger, for something that will be strenuous, something that will call on parts of ourselves that we don't always use in everyday life. When we're stretching, sometimes that's painful. There is tension. There is resistance that we are stretching through so that we can open and expand and be ready for it, what it is that we're moving into, stepping into doing. Stretching can make us sore. Stretching can be uncomfortable while we're doing it, even if there is a sense of adjusting and even feeling better from stretching. There is always tension. When it comes to making the impossible happen, when it comes to healing and growth, there is tension. And if we're not conscious to the fact that there is tension in growth and healing and evolving and stepping into and towards our big impossible visions, we will experience that discomfort and we will go into story about it. We will resist it. We will try to move away from it. We will try to do what we can to stop it. Recently, we had an episode talking about feelings building a relationship to our emotions, and especially building a relationship to our no-go zone emotions, meaning the things that we don't want to feel because they're hard, because they're uncomfortable, because they're unfamiliar to us. As humans, we would rather feel happy. We would rather feel content. We would rather feel calm and at peace. We would rather ease over tension and discomfort, over things being challenging, over our deeper traumas and more contractive emotions being triggered and coming up and needing us to process and feel through them. You have to have a relationship to your emotion if you want to grow, if you want to step into what it is that calls you and make impossible things happen rapidly. You have to have a relationship to your emotions because you are going to be stretched as an individual, as a leader, as a creative, as a partner, as a parent. You're going to be stretched. And in that stretching, there will be tension, discomfort, even pain. There will be these things that we prefer not to feel as humans. 
but we have to be able to not only feel them, but stay in motion, even though they're there. Stretching is expanding our capacity in preparation for something. When we're stretching, we're being shaped more deeply into who it is that we're here to be, the person that we need to be to bring our big impossible desires to life. There's tension and discomfort in that, even pain. When we stretch before a run, before a workout, before we get up and we go do something, there are times that that feels good because there is an opening and a release. There is now more space for fluid movement, for energy. There is also often discomfort, even pain, because we are taking what has been locked up and held so tightly, and we are expanding it. We are expanding our capacity, our ability to feel, our ability to do and move and be. And there is discomfort in that. When you can go into this work, this work of healing and growth, this work of bringing our big impossible desires to life rapidly, understanding that there will be tension, then you will have more ease around it. It won't necessarily be easy. It won't necessarily be painless. But there will be more ease because you are not in resistance. So surrender. We talked about surrender recently. When you are surrendered, you are no longer resisting and fighting against something. And if you don't have that relationship to your emotions, that ability to navigate through all of the different sensations and experiences and feelings that come up with doing hard things, stretching ourselves, going for more, you don't have that relationship. You don't have that ability. You will be in resistance. You will fight against the very thing that you say that you want. And when the opportunities and the people arrive, you won't be able to grab a hold of them, let alone keep them. So you have to build these emotional capacities up by having a relationship to your emotions. You have to normalize the fact that there is tension and growth. As humans, we want things to be easy. We want them to feel good. That's our preference. Can you go into it knowing, I'd prefer it feel this way. There is going to be tension. There is going to be discomfort. There might even be pain. Can you normalize that? Can you look at how you're assigning meaning to those words, which causes more resistance in your body? We're afraid of pain. We don't like the idea that things could be hard. We don't even like to say things are going to be hard because we think that we're manifesting challenges. That's not how it works. You're stating a fact. I am about to stretch myself and my capacity. I am about to step out of the known and familiar. There's going to be tension to some degree, which means within that tension, there might be pain. There might be challenges and struggles and discomfort. Can you normalize that? Just like we normalize the terror barrier, that when we step away from the known and familiar, what our subconscious knows that we can survive, it's going to fight against us to one degree or another. Our resistances will come up, our fears, our traumas will fixate on things. Things will happen in life that either we cause subconsciously or we fixate on to actively move ourselves back into the known and familiar. That's the terror barrier. When we know that it's going to happen to some degree, we don't tell stories about it when it does. And when we tell stories, we trigger our winning strategy. 
we go back to the known and familiar, we activate these subconscious patterns and ways of being that produce results that we're familiar with, we're comfortable with, but that don't move us towards where we want to be. So in going after the big things that you desire, the things that feel impossible to you from where you are right now, and stepping into new ways of being and showing up fully expressed, can you normalize and expect there will be tension? That tension can be stretching, can be discomfort, disease, feeling unsettled, can be painful. I am in a season that is stretching my capacity in life, as an individual with my healing and growth, in relationship, and in business. Everywhere I am being stretched, and I am being stretched massively and rapidly. There is tension. There are old wounds being triggered because they're ready to be healed so that I can stretch in the ways that I need to, to be who I need to be, to move through the world in a certain way. There's discomfort. There's a lot that's new and unfamiliar. There's a lot of wondering and questioning, getting clear on what's important to me, having hard conversations, taking big risks, personally, professionally, financially, everything. There's tension because I'm growing. Tension is different than resistance. Tension is the friction. We're being stretched. Our capacity is being expanded. It's stirring things up. There's things to face and navigate and move through. Things to heal that will reveal themselves as we stretch ourselves and our capacity. Resistance is fighting against what is happening. There is tension in all areas of my life right now because I am being stretched. My capacity is being actively expanded. But there is no resistance to it. And in order to not be in resistance to it, I have to normalize it. I have to understand that it happening is just a normal part of growth, going after big impossible desires. Nothing is wrong here. Nothing is wrong with me. There being tension and discomfort, being stretched, doesn't mean that anything is wrong in the situation. I'm still a yes to everything that I'm stretching into, leaning into, leaping into, not fighting against it. And if you don't have that relationship to your emotions, you don't understand your subconscious winning strategies, and how you stop yourself, you will tell stories. You will decide that because it's not easy, because there's tension, discomfort, even pain, this must not be right. This isn't the right opportunity, the right time, the right person, the right place, the right decision. Because we think that it should be easy. And that easy means right. And so we resist because we don't have the emotional capacity to navigate through the discomfort, the pain, the triggers, the things that come up that are asking to be healed, that are ready to be healed if they're revealing themselves. So if you're in resistance, you will fight against the very things that you want. You will fight against the process of becoming who you need to be to not only 
have them, but hold on to them. Aligning with the things that we want, bringing our big impossible visions and desires to life, even accepting invitations and opportunities that feel perfect, exactly what we wanted, better than we could have imagined. There will be tension. Can you normalize that? Can you expect that there will be tension without believing that you are manifesting it because you are aware that it could happen? It's not how it works. We're simply normalizing the process of growth, of healing, of creating what it is that we want. There is tension. Tension is not the same as resistance. Tension does not mean anything other than you are being stretched and you are growing. That's it. If you tell a story about the tension, the discomfort, the pain, the triggers that come with growth, with stretching, you will be in resistance to it. You will make it wrong. You will make it wrong. Something in you is wrong, is not right, not as it should be. Something with the situation, the other people, life as a whole, the universe, God. You will make things wrong that are not wrong. They are just normal. They are a part of the process. And in telling those stories and making them wrong, you will activate your winning strategy. You will return to these old ways of being that allow you to produce incremental changes around what you already know is possible. And you will continue to push what it is that you really want further and further away. You have to be open to the process of being stretched. Life is always shaping us. Are you allowing that to happen? Especially around the things that you say that you want, that you're now being stretched toward. Are you allowing that process to take place or are you making it wrong and fighting against it? Now, part of this goes back to understanding our subconscious and how it comes into play, how it gets us to stop. We all have ways that we stop. Patterns for self-sabotage, patterns for stopping. Our subconscious knows, based on the past, what will get us to stop. Do you know what your stoppers are? I know mine. I am in a season of being stretched so rapidly. My capacity is being expanded tremendously all at once across so many life areas. I know my stoppers, so I can feel them when they come up. I can be aware of them, conscious to them, so that they don't hook me in. For me personally, overwhelm and burnout, almost guaranteed to get me to stop. I will either feel it in response to whatever already exists in my life on my calendar. I will see whatever those things are. It's usually when my calendar is full. And there's suddenly more that I am doing every day, every week. More responsibility, more obligation. Even if those responsibilities and obligations were a full body yes for me, my mind will see those and generate overwhelm. It's too much. It's too much happening. I'm burned out. I'm depleted. Just looking at my calendar will trigger that. Just thinking about all the things going on in my life that I'm working towards even if I'm excited, 
my subconscious will influence my conscious mind to see that as too much and, and to generate a feeling of overwhelm in my body. Burnout, if I follow through. And if those don't work, depression. And I have not felt burnout. I have not felt overwhelm. I have felt stretched. And since the feeling of stretching isn't producing overwhelm or burnout, my subconscious brought in depression. All of a sudden, for a few days, I would feel depressed. I would feel that heaviness, that weight, that sadness. It has a bit of overwhelm to it. It has a bit of burnout in it, but it's depressed. And I would notice it come up in the afternoons and I would feel the raw emotion of it because that emotion was generated, was present in my body. But I am conscious to my patterns for stopping. How my subconscious knows because at some point in the past, I got overwhelmed and burned out and I stopped. At some point in the past, I got depressed and I stopped. I said no. I closed things out. I canceled things. I changed everything. I reverted to the known and familiar. Our subconscious keeps track of that. So if you can look back at every time you've ever stopped, whether it was an external reason or an internal reason, you can start to unpack how your subconscious knows it can get you to stop. There's no judgment. We all have a way that we stop. For me, it's my subconscious generating internal states, overwhelm, burnout, depression. For others, it's fixating on things that are happening outside of us. Sometimes our subconscious will guide us to create these reasons to stop. Meaning, for me, it's overwhelm and burnout, and it knows that I can generally feel that in response to what's on my plate in any given week. It will guide me to overbook myself so that I can feel overwhelmed and burned out. Just the same as I can look at any normal week and suddenly feel overwhelmed and burned out by it. Our subconscious will influence us. Our conscious mind to make decisions and choices and take actions, knowing full well that it will produce a certain feeling and state in us that will get us to stop. Additionally, it will find things to fixate on. For example, things that have made me feel overwhelmed and burned out because that is the emotional state and depressed that it knows will get me to stop with almost absolute certainty. It might fixate on the fact that all of a sudden there's this huge bill. My car broke down. My computer is having issues. There's an unexpected bill that I thought was covered by insurance, whatever it may be. It will fixate on something that's happening and it will generate those states and emotions, those responses, because it knows that it will get me to stop. So you have to be conscious to your subconscious programming. Otherwise, it's influencing everything that you think is purely conscious. You think that you're making conscious decisions. You think that you're responding consciously to things, but you are not. If you are not aware of the subconscious pieces at play. 
and you will tell stories about what is happening. I used to tell stories when I would get overwhelmed and burned out. I'm just not cut out for this. Never going to be able to create what I want. I can't even handle this. And I go back to my winning strategy. Producing incremental changes around what I already know is possible versus actually creating what it is that I want. And I have worked with the overwhelm and the burnout so intentionally and directly for the last couple of years, knowing that those are my stoppers, knowing that I was doing deep healing and growth work and and pouring myself into building things that were beyond my present capacity at that time. I went into it knowing overwhelm and burnout will show up. So I learned to see that and to respond to it differently, to not let it stop me, to not let it shut me down or cause me to revert. Sometimes those internal emotional states will be so loud and so strong that we have to pause and rest. We have to delay things just a little bit. That's okay. That's not quitting. That's not reverting. That's self-care. You know yourself. You know always. It's just about admitting it to ourselves. When you are stopping because you're giving in to the subconscious stopper and when you just need to rest, discernment. There are absolutely times that the overwhelm and burnout requires a pause and self-care. And there are a lot of times that we have to learn to move differently despite that emotional state, despite external circumstances that we think are good reason to stop. Maybe all the money that you thought you would have for something is now going to the car and the computer. Can you stay in motion? Can you get creative and find new ways forward? Can you stay plugged into the energy, the desire, the way of being, who you need to be to create what it is that you want, despite that? That is the work, energetics and embodiment. Can you feel the overwhelm and the burnout? Can you feel like all of a sudden everybody needs you and you have to help them and work is demanding? Finances are weird and there's all these unexpected expenses and stay plugged in energetically to who you need to be to bring what you want to life. Can you feel the emotional state and hold that right alongside being decided that what you want will happen? Staying in motion, having full trust and faith. You can have fear. You can feel any contractive emotion. They are not bad. They are not wrong. They will not derail you when it comes to creating and manifesting what it is that you want. That is not how manifestation works. It's who you are being and how you are engaging with life. We live in a frequency-based universe. It's a science. It's measurable. So if you can move and engage with life from a certain frequency, it will respond to you in kind. It doesn't mean that you can't feel fear. It's doubt and worry. Fear, doubt, and worry that create a frequency of not trusting. That cause us to revert to old ways of being. To produce incremental changes around what we already know is possible. You can feel fear and still be in the frequency of faith. Of engaging with the world from the belief that what you desire is happening. Being decided. Moving an expectation of it and feel fear. I have learned that I can let my overwhelm and burnout be here. I can even let the depression be here. 
and still be in full trust and faith and still move with decision and expectation and still be the person that I need to be to have what it is that I want. This is energetics work. Can you stay plugged in? While you navigate through these stoppers that come up, while you feel and experience the discomfort and even the pain, the tension of being stretched, this is the work. And welcoming whatever comes up as a result of being stretched and moving through it, welcoming those things, the triggers, the old stored traumas, the discomfort, the contractive emotions, the fear, whatever your stoppers are, can you welcome those? Because when they reveal themselves, it's an opportunity to heal and clear them more fully. These things come up in layers. I have been doing this work for many years, specifically subconscious work, process work, for the last eight. And still, still, I have to work with my overwhelm, burnout, and depression. Comes in layers. Every time that we level up and we go for more, better, different. When we go after our impossible desires, when we step into new ways of being, our subconscious will seek to stop us. That's its job. It is just trying to keep us safe and alive. Can you go into this work of creating what it is that you want, expecting tension, discomfort, subconscious stoppers to crop up? And can you welcome all of that and see it as an opportunity to deepen into the work? to deepen into the way of being that you need to hold, the energetics and embodiment of being the person that you need to be to have what it is that you want? Can you give yourself grace when you stop and revert? Give yourself grace. You are human. Your subconscious is trying to keep you safe. There are times that we give in and we go backwards. Can you make that not mean anything other than Subconscious got you that time and you went backwards. Get up and go again. Stop making it mean things about you, about what it is that you want. Notice your interpretations and your story. Notice how they tie into the subconscious stoppers. That is a way that our subconscious knows it can get us to stop. If we can feel a certain thing, we will tell a certain story. We will trigger our core wounding and activate our winning strategy. And boom, we're right back where it wants us to be because it knows. Even if it's painful and not what we want, that we can survive in the known and familiar. Your subconscious is just doing its job. Can you give yourself grace? Can you love that part of yourself that's trying to keep you safe? Can you feel everything that you need to feel that is uncomfortable and hard? Contract it and stay plugged into the frequency that you need to move through life from. That's the work. There are going to be so many seasons that stretch us. No matter what it is that it, you want to create, you will be stretched. Your capacity will need to be expanded. There will always be tension and growth. The question is, will you normalize that? Will you accept it? Will you feel your way through it? Will you do the deeper healing and clearing work? Will you process what comes up? Will you give yourself grace when you quit and give up and go backwards? Will you choose to get back up and go again? 
as many times as it takes. Stretching is uncomfortable. It's disorienting, especially when you are moving towards things rapidly, which I am doing right now. It is very disorienting. Notice the meaning that you assign to these words. Disorienting is descriptive. Doesn't mean anything bad about me, my life right now, what I'm creating, the people in it. It's descriptive. What meaning are you assigning to it being tense and disorienting and uncomfortable and even painful? Is it serving you and creating what it is that you want? Probably not if you're telling a story and interpreting it. Let things just be what they are and choose to assign meaning to it if you're going to, which you will because we're human. That's what we do. We love to make meaning out of everything. What is a meaning that will be most supportive to you? If things feel disorienting, if you're unsteady, if it's uncomfortable and painful and hard, there's tension. Can that just be descriptive of an experience that is inevitable when we're healing and growing and working to make the impossible happen? Notice your stories. Notice how they make you feel. Build your relationship to your emotions. Really seek to understand your subconscious programming so that it can't stop you. I still feel the overwhelm and the burnout. And when I don't, I still feel the depression as recently as yesterday. It doesn't stop me because I know why it's there. I don't beat myself up. I don't beat my subconscious up. Simply trying to keep me safe and alive. You have to shift your relationship to these words, to these experiences. You have to expect them and normalize them. The more that you do that, the more ease that there is because you're not in resistance. You're not churning up more stories and triggers and traumas because you're beating yourself up or you're telling stories about the experience or something wrong with me, other people in the world. Things are not as they should be. You're just experiencing the tension and the growth. And you stay in motion because you're not spiraling into story about it. Whatever it is that you desire will require that you stretch to one degree or another. The bigger the desire, the bigger the transformation required, the more of you that it asks for, the more tension you will experience, the more you will be stretched, the more that your capacity will need to be expanded. Can you normalize this? That's what I have for you today. Just notice in your own life, in your own growth, in your own healing, in moving towards what it is that you say that you want, where are you being stretched and are you allowing that to take place? And if not, what is stopping you from allowing the stretch to happen, the growth to happen? And what support do you need? Please check the show notes. We will link to specific resources that will help you through this. And I will be back soon with another episode. 